So what do you do if it smells really bad by his balls? <laughs> I don't really want a hand job from a lady. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that likes to ah, push it, <laughs> push it good, real good. Yep, real good. We real don't just push good. it partially good, push it all the way. Mm-hmm. We go 110%. hard. Percent. <laughs> Who's that even by? Salt and Peppa. Hmm. They also I, do. What a man! What a man! What a man! What a mighty good man! Who's the? Oh, Chris Cross is who I was just thinking of. <sighs> Yeah. With the backwards pants. I hope they're poor. <laughs> I really do. That song was Chris terrible. Chris will make you jump, jump. <sighs> no, I hope they lost all their money. <laughs> Damn. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I hope there's a VH1 behind the scenes of Chris Cross. And, oh, you know what? I think one of them may be dead. Mm. <laughs> Let me look them up. Was it with a K? Yeah. Chris Cross. And who actually cares about these people? Well, I'm curious now. Uh, Chris Cross was an American hip-hop duo that consisted of Chris Mac Daddy Kelly and Chris Daddy Mac Smith. You see what they did there? One's Mac Daddy yeah. and the other's Daddy Mac. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, shit. Mac Daddy is deceased. From? Um, drug use. They were like younger than you by a lot, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Because they were kids, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were... Uh, it says they were the youngest hip-hop duo to gain success with gold and platinum albums at 12 and 13 years old. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Huh. Well, all right. Uh, Welcome, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Mugging. Hopefully, uh, Daddy Mac will, uh, will hang around for years and years more. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Wow. Well, all right. Um, our, probably our darkest opening. And darkest. it was mine. That's really saying something. That's really saying something. Yeah, that you took it there. <laughs> I just me. said, I hope you're poor because I hated your music <laughs> and you don't deserve to be that rich over that song and wearing your clothes backwards. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't deserve to be rich that are rich for stupid reasons like that fucking, what was that girl? Take take me outside, catch me outside. Oh, yeah. And, and now she's a rapper and... Successful rapper. She just started her OnlyFans account. Oh. Like two days after she turned 18. <laughs> that, she's fucking raking in the money for I mean, being a fucking shitty ass brat on Dr. Phil. I would do that in a heartbeat. If I was like just about to turn 18, I would have been planning my OnlyFans from the get-go. And then as soon as I turn 18, I'd release that shit. People make bank on that. Yeah. Do you think there's like an Only Dad Bod fans? No, but I mean, you can just start an OnlyFans page for it, you know? Like, I'm pretty sure OnlyFans wasn't even supposed to be, like, a sexual website, but it just started getting used for that. It was supposed well, to be, like, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be, like, a Patreon thing. I mean, it's But only, then everyone uses it to post nudes. It's only a matter of time before privates take over, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and somebody's like, mm, let me see that nipple. And then somebody does it, and then there it goes, man. I don't know. I feel like OnlyFans is kind of a waste of time if you're paying for it. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd never pay for shit like that. There's too much free shit on <laughs> the internet if yeah. you really want to see it. But, you know, somebody like 
bad Bobby. Isn't that what she was ended up calling that little bitch from Dr. Phil? Bad baby. Oh, really? It's spelled B-H. It's there's two H's. Bad baby. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't either. It drives me nuts that she is probably a millionaire. I mean, probably better her a millionaire than like MC Hammer or something. No, man. MC Hammer was good. Like MC Hammer had something. <laughs> He really the did. Shitty pants. Well, okay. He looked like Urkel the rapper. At least they weren't on backwards, you know? <laughs> he had a little something. A little bit. But bad baby. She just a girl who needed a, like a discipline spanking. Timeout. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then she became famous because she was a fucking spoiled brat. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Glad you're not a brat. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind you uh, bringing in some dough at some point. Earn your keep around here. Fine. Uh, This is episode number 105. What a time to be alive. Which is the second uh, episode we've taped this week. Oh. Yeah, because a couple days ago, we had a jack pick, and we did the whole uh, episode, and then right at the very end when I was doing the close and I was about to say, hey, don't forget, you can suggest a crappy movie. And then I was like, wait a minute. And I pulled out my phone and I looked at the calendar and I was like, motherfucker, this was supposed to be the shitty movie episode. So we're here now. So here we are. And uh, it's the episode that uh, at least I know Erica's been looking forward to because uh, Erica, she stuffed the ballot. Yeah. And if we don't get an Erica pick out of this, then something's wrong. The friendship just wasn't meant to be, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. Because you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to a movie, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. What you didn't hear is that was like my fourth time to try to do that. <laughs> and you were like, we're like starting to go too fast for yourself. Yeah. For the, and then we used to start laughing. Uh-huh. The power of editing. Yeah. Just picture it. It was great. So uh, a couple things today. Last week, I talked about... Uh, not last week, on episode 105, which turned into episode 106, the yeah. one that we've pre-recorded that is going to come out the following week. We talked about how uh, Chris and Erica came up with uh, some questions for Ask Jack, which is going to be a, a new segment sometimes. Yeah. And I said that we will do them the next episode because we didn't do them in that episode. This is kind of the next episode, even though it's not the next episode. Okay. So I feel like maybe we should get to them during this lobby time. Sure. But uh, maybe not. I to deny because it just depends on how long this conversation goes by. Because uh, this is this is priority. There is a uh, a sex shop in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I want to go in so bad. Go, man! I've never been in. I've heard about what's in there. Have you? Big dildos and okay. lingerie and stuff. What you'd expect to be in there? I am going to get you a big dildo one day. <laughs> <laughs> I am one hundred percent going to get you a big dildo one day. Cool. Can I I pick one out? Nope. I'm going to buy it for you. Like a purple, like alien, veiny one? (laughs) Can I get a bad dragon? What is that? It's a kind of dildo. I have no idea what that is. I'm going to have to look it up. (laughs) I don't know if you'll want to. All right. I got to look it up now. It's not a didlo. (laughs) (laughs) Diplo? 
What is your fantasy? Bad Dragon sells a variety of sex toys. Let's let's see. Bad Dragon. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me see it. There's one here that, that's called Duke's Paw. Is it a dog paw? Yes. A dog paw dildo. It's $135. Good. Oh, man. <laughs> Waterproof. So here, here's some of the names of them. One's just John. <laughs> what does it look like? I mean, it's 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 like skin. It's more of a bronzy color, and then it's got like a greenish scrotal area. <laughs> There's Baron, which he's red and he's got some issues for sure. Oh, no. Um, Spitfire, which is purple and yellow. Well, actually, it, it looks like it's the color of uh, Thanos. <laughs> There's Voltan. Eggplug. That's close to Zoltan. Demigorgon. Demi- that's the Demigorgon. That's from uh, the movie with the kids. They dressed up as Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stranger uh, Things. Yeah. Some of these don't even look like dicks, man. They're just weird looking. Yeah, I've definitely seen like some really weird ones before, it's, like an octopus tentacle. It's very, oh my God. It's very, it's just fucking disturbing. Look at this. That's awful. It just looks like it's like, like really hot. Gosh, no, I, I'm done. I'm done. Go to Bad Dragon and look up natural. Gosh. Okay. All right. So back to the sex shop. I drive by it every day, and I, and we've talked about it on here before. And I told you that they have uh, they have classes. Every oh we- yeah. Every Wednesday. So today's Wednesday. We could actually we could actually go and just take like a hidden tape like a, recorder. A dick sucking class. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'm going to go over <laughs> some of the classes right now, and any of the classes that you're like, yeah, I want to know more about that, I just, do, just let me know. I want to go to butt-fucking class. Um, there is a class that is called, let me find it. Anal stretulation. No, it's called uh, <laughs> Booty Basics Make Anal Great Again. Hmm. It says, this one-hour course is an evening of anal enlightenment. The class will discuss ever-important warm-up techniques, the secret tip-in, and finding booty pleasure without venturing past your back door. It's <laughs> pretty good. The class will also cover roadblocks to anal pleasure. Is it really possible for anal to feel good? The best products and toys to take you to the next level. You should go with mom. <laughs> Just say, hey, we need it. We need it. It's date night. She'd never go in that store, ever. Maybe she could convince you. and You could do she... some butt play with her. Like, like she'll put natural up your butt or Cosatan or whatever. Oh, Zaratan. <laughs> Zaratan. Uh, so some of the classes uh, they have is from purity to pleasure. How does, I mean, I guess a sex shop could be well-equipped to teach purity. Mm, well, no, it's from purity. Like if you were raised, oh. like like say in the crazy Westboro Baptist church and that you are taught all your life that sex is a terrible thing. Like Catholic school or something. And then... Uh, like you kind of have a hard time as as a female being like, okay, now all of a sudden it's time for me to just give it up and just have fun with this horrible thing that I was taught was a sin so, my whole life. The way you said that as a female, at first I was like, well, you could say male there too. I but, doubt it. But I was about to say, I bet all the Catholic school boys are really rowdy and yeah. like jerking off 10 times a day. Oh, yeah. I guarantee <laughs> it. I mean, guys always want to fuck. It's an animalistic. It really is. Just it really, and so you head. could be raised 
in fucking Branch Davidians or or whatever where they just talk about how sex is a sin. But as a guy, you're you're dreaming of that day when <laughs> you know you can uh, shoot it into something that's not a sock, right? Yeah, or tissue or whatever. Uh, let's see. They have uh, Sex Toys 101, Push His Buttons, a class for pleasing your man. Let me just go right ahead and say right now, it's not fucking hard to please your man. <laughs> it's really not hard. Just be like, hey, uh, you want to do it? <laughs> You're pleased. That's it. You don't really yeah, have to do yeah, much yeah. else. <laughs> We're going to score. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> I love whenever they both... We're going to score. Yeah, score, score. <laughs> says, this one-hour course will explore various tricks and techniques to pleasing a man. Again, not that hard. This course will cover secrets to prostate play. All right, let me go ahead and stop you there. Leave my prostate out of this. It's where the male G-spot is. Leave my prostate out of this. I mean, it may be pleasing, but the driving to the destination, (laughs) I'm not down with that. Uh, Some of the other things for this about pleasing your man are uh, tips and tricks to giving great hand jobs. Ladies, we got that covered. I don't really want a hand job from a lady. And it makes it better that it's from a lady, but of the things I'd like, hand job is pretty far down on that list, I'm ladies. I'm pretty sure that's probably or, with, or lady, sorry. With most guys, but I mean if that's all I can get, all right, man. But that's not And you're saying it like, oh, we got that covered. We do. The technique is not hard <laughs> to be be good at. I know. That's, Have you that's ever what I'm saying. shaken a soda can? <laughs> Well, you've pretty much got it down. Yep. It's really just grip strength. Yeah. And don't squeeze too hard. Just spit in your hand and shake your soda can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, that, that is the technique right there. It's not hard. I know. Tips and tricks for giving great hand jobs. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could shake it. teach that class. Uh, some of the other classes are uh, Boring Married Sex Life, Five Ways to Improve Your Sex Life. <laughs> you you got to go to that one. Silver Sex, the best sex I ever had. In 15 years, you got to go to that one. Make a Splash, A Journey to the G-Spot and Beyond. Make a Splash. Part of this is Where is the Holy Grail of Female Pleasure and What Do I Do Once I Find It? Tips on Becoming a Female Ejaculator and Is Squirting a Real Thing? Those are some of the things that are covered in this class. Wow. All right, a couple more of the classes. Sexual Awakening, the Art of Tantric Sex. Oh, like Finchy. All in Your Head, Oral Sex for Him, and then Blow Him Away, Advanced Oral Sex for Him. Wow. So in Oral Sex for Him, you got tips and techniques to become a master at the craft, tricks for deep-throating and gag reduction, how to put a condom on with your mouth, supplies for a great blowjob, silicone dildo, bottle of flavored lubricant, worksheets, and handouts. Hmm. I wonder if worksheets. I can, wonder if I could just download the worksheets here and handouts and just kind of leave them out of the what is the work table sheet, though? Uh, I don't what know. is writing? <laughs> so what do you do if it smells really bad by his balls? It's like uh fuck. A, Not multiple choice. You just right. gotta do it. <laughs> or it could be multiple choice. It's like plug your uh, nose. You know, I when I got my vasectomy. It was a it was a very weird thing to just because you had yeah, to put your you, legs up in the stirrups that the women normally have their legs up in, and uh, stirrups. Yeah, like you're like laying on a table. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh. And you know you got to put your legs wide apart because they got to get in there, and yeah. uh, they uh, hand wash your balls. Mm-hmm. You told me that, which is uh, probably kind of nice. It was a little bit nice. Did you get a a fat chub when they were doing it? <laughs> I did not. It's cold in there. <laughs> 
I was a fan of having my balls washed. It was nice warm water. You'd probably do it every day with nice warm water. No, I mean it's just just my balls by themselves getting getting washed was was kind of nice. Like with like some tea tree, <laughs> right? I have like tea tree shampoo, mm-hmm. and I ran out of uh, body wash on multiple occasions. But one time, I used it uh, for my body, and I left it on for too long, and like my balls were really cold. <laughs> Tingly. My ass crack was really cold, and it was like. How you don't put icy hot down there? Oh, it no. was. It didn't burn or anything. It was like a lesser degree of that because it's if you, the tea tree feeling on your head. Imagine that times like thirty five, and that's on on your balls and stuff. And it's really cold, and it's not very comfortable. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. It's not horribly uncomfortable, but it's like she <laughs> would warm up down there. Like how am I feeling a breeze when I have like pants on? <laughs> right. I may have to try that. I got some tea tree shampoo recently. And then get back to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's all the classes they have. They're on uh, every other Wednesday. And oh, so we couldn't go tonight. We'd have to go uh, on the 14th. So every other Wednesday. And just so you'll know, I uh, I signed you up for their newsletter. So maybe if you get some interesting information, you can. You signed me up for it? I did. Actually? I did. Yeah. So. Well, if there's anything interesting that pops up in the newsletter, just uh, bring it to Lobby Time. See, that's what I'm trying to when do. When did you sign me up for it? Uh, today. Okay, I was uh, going to say, I could check right now. I'm, I'm just trying to get you to a point to where you can have things to bring. Uh, so you want to go ahead and uh, do the uh, Ask Jack? Yeah, we can do a couple. I don't know how many. I mean, there's there's only two. Okay. All right, so the first question comes this from... This is from Chris and Erica, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I forgot to... We, we explained that in episode number 106, which we recorded a couple days ago, so... Are they I, sending questions separately, or is it? are they both from Chris and Erica? No, no, no. The, these, uh, these are separate. Okay. So the first question comes from Chris. If the apocalypse were to happen, what order would you eat your family members in, and why? Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> Probably my grandparents first. Um, I don't know what order I would eat them in. Probably your mom <laughs> first. You'd eat Grammy? Because if I ate Grandpa first, she'd be horrified. Grandpa could live with it. So the family members like, have to he, watch? Well, I was just thinking. Hey, <laughs> I mean, that was the lot. They lived together. Can't you at least be like, hey, Grandpa, me and Grammy are going to go outside. but I'm um. going to eat her and you'll never see her again. <laughs> All right. And yeah. So you'd eat Grammy first. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um and then probably grandpa second because yeah, you know he can't live without I'd Grammy. Turn him into a jerky because I wouldn't be able to eat all of him in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then yeah. That. I mean, this is gonna be over a long period of time, right? And and like Yeah. I'd, I'd have to see a lot else. of human jerky. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. Then I guess, yeah, then your dad. Yeah. Or, that's as far as I'm going to go for like extended family. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to go to like. You don't have to go into cousins and stuff. Yeah, it, we, we ain't got all day. Um, that's so weird. All right, so you eat my parents first for some reason. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I guess Pop. I, or I guess yeah, Pop. I guess he could go anywhere in there too. Just grandparents first. I, the order does not really matter. So there. why grandparents first? It's the apocalypse. They can't do shit. Okay. So continue. Um, then I guess mom. <laughs> so all we got left is you, mom, and sister. Oh, we're we're not going to go with like my sister or anything. Oh gosh, okay. She's a, she's a listener. She'd probably like aunt, to know it. What what order? I'll do her son too. Uh, 
<laughs> Shit, man. That one's hard. Because the three of them, I feel like, are pretty capable. Well, Chris isn't going to throw some underhanded softballs to you. This was you know? a really right weird down the question. Middle. I've never been asked this one before. I've never even thought about this hey, one before. Er- Erica's is even harder. It's so more like, continue. What, what is, normally it's like, what weapon would you use in the apocalypse? That's the only one I've thought about. No, this is real world um, survival. I guess I could probably find an oven somewhere and put all three of them in there at <laughs> oh, once. God. I don't know, because they're a family, and they have a young yeah. son. I couldn't... Make a nice... So he'd have to go first, because I'm not going to eat his parents and then face him. He's just, he's a kid. He doesn't deserve that, you know? I neither does a husband or a wife deserve that, but he's a kid. Hey, I'll, I'll, I have some feelings, okay? I'm not going to eat the kid's parents in front of him, so I'm going right. to eat him first. This is pretty bad. Jesus. I'm surprised that Chris went there. I, I thought we were the ones who went there. But this one, I don't like talking about it even. It's okay. weird. So you're down to pretty so much immediate I eat family. The kid, All right, let, let's and then put them together so they can be like, I love you so much. I'd never let go. And then their hands are fused together in the oven <laughs> by melted flesh. <laughs> and then I eat them. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> um, they can share that last kiss or whatever. Uh, Before you put a fucking apple in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Um, before I start putting like lemon pepper on them, it's <laughs> <laughs> a <Some> paprika. <laughs> or I could do like the classic like witch cauldron, just put them yeah. in there and stir yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Eyeball floats to the top. Because by this point, I've eaten three grandparents and a child, so I'm insane. <laughs> You're a little crazy. <laughs> I got a big old like wooden spoon. Oh yeah. Like throw a couple like eyes in there with uh-huh. them, uh-huh. with a string attached. Yep. To them. Yep. So who's left? You, you, mom, and sister? Yeah. Let's throw in the boyfriend, too. Oh, gosh. Now, this is where it gets really hard. Because <laughs> you're sitting right there. <laughs> I know. Um, I'd probably eat mom first. <laughs> Why? Because I feel like she'd be the least useful in the apocalypse out of the, <laughs> the four of you guys. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Then boyfriend, for sure. I mean, but, dude, you're taking away... My love, man. You're taking away my main squeeze. I'm your you're, other love. You're not my main squeeze. <laughs> not going to have my silver years of sex. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, you're I'll take away my Saturday nights someone. for me. Yeah, will I? I'll preserve parts of her for you. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, that was too bad. Wow. This I did been, not like that. It's been the darkest. Fucking podcast. I'm gonna turn done. this around on you too, but that'll be for another time. This is Ask Jack. <laughs> this you would you never want to answer this one. This is hard. It is. Well, you're almost done. So now it's just you and my sister. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this is a hard the, choice. The look on his face. It's like you're actually imagining it. Yeah, I have a very active imagination. I've seen every part of this. <laughs> I guess I'd probably eat sister first because she'd have a lot of trauma after all this. I don't want to give her any more. <laughs> well, that's awfully kind of you. I probably yeah, I definitely eat her after the boyfriend because if I ate her first, he'd probably try to kill me and eat me. So yeah, definitely. Well, I, her her first. I'll save you for last. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go willingly. Fine, kill me. It's okay if I die at that point. I probably didn't want right. to eat anyone anyway. Nice. That God, was a that great sucked. question. Great question. Fuck you, Chris. You're a dick. Um, and the second question is, um, are scrunchies still cool? 
What? Are scrunchies still cool? What kind of question is that? That's Erica's question. So are scrunchies still cool? Like when you, you're the ones you wash yourself with? I, I'm not like, telling you what they are. Well, like, because girls wear the, those, like, weird hairbands around their wrists, like mm-hmm. the, the, like, scrunchy ones. I'm just going to go with the one that you wash yourself with. Okay. Sure, they're cool. I mean, I've never used one. And I'm, there's not much I can say about that. Sure. I mean, it's a as good of a design as a washcloth. Uh, are washcloths cool? I mean, sure. Not, not, not really. Not particularly. Like... You said hers was just as hard. Was that a joke? Oh, you think? All right. <laughs> Fuck you. So, Erica, I think what we've learned here is you need Ask to- Ask Chris only. You need to be a bit more pacific in, in what you're asking. Because, uh, yeah, you know why. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, what a, what a series of questions. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that last one sure got me sweating and thinking. Right. And that was Ask Jack. All right. Do you have anything dark and disturbing for the lobby? No. All right. Well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will uh, pick today's crappy movie. All right. Here we go. I have in front of me an empty movie mug and bucket of chicken, and it is filled to the brim. There must be a thousand in here. Must be a thousand. In that tiny little pail. All right. All right. And, uh, oh, it is an Erica pick. It is um, The Mighty Ducks 2. I don't know if I can stomach that. Fuck, dude. Oh, gosh. Can you eat me now? I'm quitting the podcast. (laughs) Just fucking eat me now. I do not want to sit through Where do you want me to bite first? Just my head. Let's get it over with. (laughs) That's going to be really painful. Okay, pluck out my eyes and then uh, put forks in my ears so I don't have to. Mm, I'd rather just... Bite you and take a chunk off you, then put forks in your ear. Actually, it is not uh, D2, um, Mighty Ducks. It is uh, Maximum Overdrive. Wait, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Maximum Overdrive. I think you've seen part of oh, it. Oh, that's, wait, no, I was thinking of Maximum Ride, the James Patterson novel series. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, oh, I've read one of those, and I've seen part of that. Um... Maximum Overdrive? Fuck, I can't... I'm drawing blanks. It's uh, Stephen King. It stars uh, Emilio Estevez. I've heard the name. Mm -hmm. That's Charlie Sheen's brother. Oh. Since I've already seen this movie, I'm going to go ahead and go through uh, the particulars. Okay. So this movie came out in 1986. Great. It is rated R. Okay. It is one hour and 38 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives us a 15%. <laughs> IMDb, 5.5 out of 10. But 88% wow. of Google users like this movie. Okay. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. A character smokes a huge cigar throughout the entire film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Many dead bodies are seen in gruesome detail. And lastly, there are 19 F-bombs and derivatives, such as motherfucker, fuckface, and fuckarama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 14 uses of shit and derivatives like bullshit, shithead, shit for brains. And one use of each of the words pussy, dickweed, cock, and vagina, and many uses of words like hell, damn, ass. Hell, damn, ass, and vagina are not actually like... Vagina's the not bad word, and then damn, hell, and ass might as well not be. Hey, we're working with the Mormon brothers. <laughs> I, like, damn, hell, and ass have like the whole stolen valor thing going. That's true. Yeah, we're bad words. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> like, fuck walks up to him. Uh-huh. 
What are you pussies doing here? <laughs> Said cunt. <laughs> All right, so any guesses what this movie might be about? Fast, futuristic racing. We're putting into maximum overdrive. Fucker dude. And from 1986, it's got to be something stupid like that. Okay. Where they can use their shitty special effects. <laughs> I, right. I have no idea. All right, let's do it. Let's find out. <laughs> let's take a shitty movie mug and pause. She was a fast machine. <laughs> Continue. Kept the motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I ever seen. I think you need to make your high pitched stuff lower pitched to she sound more like him. Certainly, sirs. Doing me no less. Yeah, there's do parts that with of it. Your face. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't do that with his face. There's parts of it that are spot on. Yeah, Par- parts yeah, of you're it. Pretty, it's, I would say it is pretty good. Uh huh. And we're back after watching 1986's Maximum Overdrive. Yep. Starring Emilio Estevez and nobody you've ever heard of. <laughs> In 1986, if you see a movie and it says Emilio Estevez, you're expecting somebody else from like the Brat Pack. And I know you don't know what the Brat Pack is, but... Ringworm Girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like... Like one other person from Breakfast Club, I'm sure. Oh, and all the people from Breakfast Club. Um, oh. All right, so the Brat Pack consisted of Rob Lowe, Ali Sheedy, Molly Ringworm, Judd Nelson, Emilio Estevez, Demi Moore, Anthony Michael Hall, Andrew McCarthy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Dillon, what? Mayor Winningham, C. Thomas Howell, and Timothy Hutton. Okay. So, yeah, you saw Emilio Estevez's name came up, and then uh, you see Pat Hingle. <laughs> Yeah. If if the second person billed in a movie is named Pat Hingle, you you don't have a lot to work with. I mean, <laughs> yeah. shout out to Pat Hingle and his family mm-hmm. or her family. I don't even know who it, it Pat was, Hingle uh, was. That was Bubba Ringershot or whatever. Hendershoot. Yeah, Hendershot. That dude was gross. He was gross. Uh, y'all heard me doing a spot on of uh, Brian Johnson from ACDC a little while ago. ACDC did this whole soundtrack. Yeah, that was cool. I loved ACDC in the 80s. It did not work for me on any level in this movie. Even in the 80s when I saw this movie, I was like, okay, Hell's Bells, that's cool. But a lot of time it was just guitar, and and just a lot of times the music and the songs, they tried a couple times to be cute. Like there was a song called Shake the Foundation when all sorts of shit was going on. But for the most part, it was just like, just stop the music. Stop the ACDC for just give me five minutes without... ACDC playing. I didn't even notice that. <sighs> I didn't think they overdid it. I just don't think that ACDC's music belonged in this movie. No. It, it really didn't. Because ACDC's music is like kind of hardcore stuff, you know? I'm not like actually hardcore, but you know, if Hell's Bells comes on, mm-hmm. you don't expect it to be a montage of people sweating, pumping gas, and that's it. Like Hell's Bells should be like a biker like slashing someone's face with like a, a chain or something, you know? You got me ringing! <laughs> I mean, just the, the dong, and then mm-hmm. the guitar starts coming in. That's a pissed biker. Like, you you messed with his daughter and did something really bad, and he has like a, a rusty chain with like spikes on it or something or barbed wire, <laughs> and he's just slashing up your face in front of your family. Like, that is, it's just like a dark, they have such a gritty sound. They do. And to put that 
put their gritty sound on top of a movie like this is that's disrespectful for one <laughs> to ACDC. Yes, I mean they signed up to do it. Yeah, I, I think they put out a whole album like for this movie, like the the soundtrack. That's weird. I mean, fucking money, dude. But I mean, yeah, I'm sure they got plenty. It's Stephen King, huge in the '80s. It's uh, Emilio Estevez, huge in the '80s. ACDC gets a chance oh, yeah. to, uh, you know, they don't to, give a fuck if the movie's good or not. Throw their music out there, yeah, exactly. But it, it did, it did not work for me. I, yeah. I felt it to be very out of place, and it was all the time. It doesn't fit. Like the fact that they used Hell's Bells for a gas pumping montage, <laughs> it was so forced. And there's better ACDC songs that you could have played in this. If you want blood, you got it. Shoot for thrill. Shoot to thrill. Play to kill. Don't let it whim out, not to let pills in. Like that could have been playing whenever the married couple was driving away from that truck. Yeah. But yeah. Do I look like a ventriloquist when I'm singing? <laughs> yeah, you're not moving your mouth very much. Your teeth are shown when you do it. That was a mountain rock. It's pretty good, though. It's, yeah, it's pretty close. They had two lead singers, right? Like one died yeah. or quit or something? Yeah, Bon Scott uh, died. And then, uh, and then Brian died. Johnson took over. And he, so Brian Johnson was Shoot to Thrill? Uh-huh. And those other... Yeah, Bon Scott was really, really early. If you know, like, Jailbreak. So most of the stuff I know was probably the other guy? Because they, they sound similar. I know that, but, like, I don't know ACDC well enough to be able to distinguish, really. And if you like, told me this is one and this is the other, I'd be like, okay. I, I think um, I think Bon Scott was Dirty Deeds. Oh. Let me, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, I know that one. Because I know the Shoot to Thrill, he does sound different compared to some of the other stuff. I'm Concrete Shoes. Cyanide. TNT. <laughs> How many people have quit Dying listening? Dark Jake. Yeah, he... Uh, Daddy D's. He died in 1980. So uh, Back in Black album came out in 1980, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he did the earlier stuff. Uh, do you have an overdose or something? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, that's what I would expect from a rock star. So he did Highway to Hell. I'm on the highway to hell. <laughs> he died... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that made me think of like... Like a really shitty singer in American Idol. Like they come in trying to do like the fancy vocal stuff. <laughs> like they come in and they're like, what are you going to be singing? And as like Randy's asking that, they already start doing something. And like, oh, like they think they're hot shit. Uh, let's see. It says <laughs> that he, so good. he died after a night out in London. <laughs> what the? His cause of death, night out in London. I mean, I've had Shit. some hard nights out, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... I, I think there was probably a little more to the story. <laughs> I mean, it has to be drug or alcohol related. I mean, it would say it was murder if he got murdered or something, you know? Or like hooker's boobs smothered him or something. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> so well, do you well, think... What drug do you want to be on while you go that way? It doesn't really matter. Just the hooker's <laughs> boobs is the most important part. So Advil? Would be fine with you? <laughs> Probably Coke. Yeah, okay. I mean, snorted that off her butt. You just previously snorted off her, her butt. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm like, come on, darling. Uh, do you think, like, Brian Johnson, what do you think his normal voice sounds like? Like when he's just at that. home with his sweetheart? 
that. What's for dinner, baby? <laughs> but less less volume and power. <laughs> I can't do that at less yeah, volume. <laughs> it's like you're shaggy. That's your not... shaggy has to be ear piercing yeah. loud for it to be shaggy. All right, we better move on from ACDC. <laughs> Hey listeners, going to stay with us for the entire episode. Yeah, if you if you quit listening earlier, go ahead and start listening again. We're gonna we're gonna give ACDC a, a little a little break. They may show up later. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Let me give it the fifty cent tour. Uh, a comet passes by Earth, and machines come to life and kill people until a whole bunch of trucks decide to surround a truck stop and they want their tanks filled up with gas. And uh, we're not really sure why. I don't know where they're going. <laughs> they weren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, all the people inside escape to get on a boat uh, so they can... Uh, Leave. Yeah. Because there's absolutely no boats with motors out on the water that could, uh, they could track them down. All right. Let's see what the internet has to say. It won't be better than what I just said. <laughs> yeah. You covered it in about five seconds. After a comet causes a radiation storm on Earth, machines come to life and turn against their makers. Hold up in a North Carolina truck stop, a group of survivors must fend for themselves against a mass of homicidal trucks. A diner cook, Bill Robinson, played by Emilio Estevez, emerges as the unlikely leader of the pack, attempting to find an escape plan for himself and the survivors who include his boss, Bubba Hendershot, and a newlywed couple. Yeah, I, I did forget to mention that uh, Lisa Simpson was in this movie. Yeah, you told me she voiced somebody, and mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, and you're like in a really famous cartoon... It's like, hmm. And he said, it's been running for a really long time, and she has a troublemaking brother. And that complete, I was like, Max and Ruby. But I, I don't watch The Simpsons. You love I, The I Simpsons watched, movie. When, I haven't seen that movie in like 10 years. But you can remember like little shit when you were four uh, years old. So there's like Spider Pig. and You saw his penis for a minute? You, you love that part. He was skateboarding or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. You used to talk yeah. about that all the time. And he, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. I remember Dome Depoting, but I don't really remember much. You know, whenever we do, uh, just real, real quick, ACDC, just, just hang on. Whenever we do uh, another Lobby Tom X where we have to do voices. Yes, and we got to make, we got to somehow rig it to our mom yep. has to do that. Oh my okay. gosh, I would love to hear your mother we try need to do. To, we need to just give her a separate bucket. We really like, do. Just load it with you. what we want. Because she's going to call bullshit on that immediately, but it's like. Yeah, yeah, she busted us last time. I think we, we tried to. Well, we're just going to make it happen. You know, she <laughs> she said she would do this again, but she has certainly not volunteered any of her time. Yeah, and if she was ever asked, it's like, N -n I'm stressed tonight. But one of these nights, you got to do it. So what do you think of the concept? Man, I... <laughs> so I had seen clips of this movie. You're right. I didn't recognize it until <laughs> trucks started moving on their own. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. I, I read that Stephen King had recently been hit in the head with an aluminum bat like four times before he wrote this. What? I was making it up. Oh, it's only like, someone with brain damage you know, I think, think that this was a good fucking idea. But I think something really did happen to Stephen King, not around this time, but later on. There, there was some story about him getting assaulted or... I mean, someone... Uh, something like, bad happened to him, I stabbed think. Stabbed him in the chest, took off his skin, wore his skin, and made a horrible story. You don't like the concept this is whatsoever? This the worst concepts I've ever heard of for a movie or a book oh, okay. or anything. Worst concept? It's so stupid. Or worst execution? Concept and execution. Really? I thought I think the whole thing's dog shit. 
There, there's nothing cool about, oh shit, diesel trucks are after us, bro. We gotta go. It's not just diesel trucks, man. It's, it's uh, yeah. There was one plane, no boats. It's coke machines, ice cream trucks, coke machines. That was the only cool part. Was when the coke machine fucking rapid fire and killed the dude. Electric knives, man. Lawnmowers. It's w- just it's Walkmans. so stupid. Hair dryers. They they all Fuck, go against my, what, what would my happen? Gyrating cocksucker nine thousand is gonna come after me now. Exactly. Wow. I mean, look, this the ceiling TV fan is gonna play play porn when my mom's in the room. Oh, that reminds me. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. So last week, but you haven't heard it yet because it's gonna come after this one because we already did episode 106 because we fucked up. I don't know if we explained that earlier. We did. We talked a little bit about urban dictionary uh-huh. and, yeah. and I brought up one and I kind of talked about sometimes I just go in there and scroll a little bit and I screenshot some that I think are funny that I'm going to bring up at some point. Uh, what you said reminded me of something. It's called the suicide wank. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the best ones. Yeah. So a suicide wank is when, when you're <laughs> masturbating, and you're getting really close to finish, and then you call your parents really loud. Mom, Dad, come here, quick. Come here, and, quick. There's something going on. Yeah, and you're see, like, see, see if you can finish <laughs> you gotta, before they get there and clean up. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, man. You got to finish before they come in. Yep. So great. Man. I'm never running to your room if you're yelling for me. <laughs> I'm going to give you about five more minutes and just hope you're not bleeding out for real. Man. I'm cool with the concept. I think if done right, look. I I already lost enough respect for Stephen King. Don't make no. me lose any for you, man. Look, how far are we away from shit like that happening? We have self-driving cars that are controlled by computers. How long until somebody learns how to fucking hack those things and, and wreak havoc on a freeway? But that's a that's just a person. Oh, okay. A person hacking, being a super hacker, is a much better concept than, oh, we're next to Haley's Comet. <laughs> <laughs> And it's controlling the trucks. Damn, that's another callback to the episode that they won't hear until after this one. I know. <laughs> They'll have to listen to this one again after listening to that one. I mean, they do anyway. Once isn't enough. A call for our, forward. Our stuff. Yeah, call forward. <laughs> but there was but no such thing as hacking back in 1986. Yeah, they had the like, fucking green screen computers. Yeah, but Terminator, there's no such thing as a Terminator either. Oh, they can dream up these concepts. I, mean, I like the concept of, of machines coming alive and nowhere being safe. Like that ceiling fan right now, it could go up to like 200 miles an hour, fly down here and chop us all up into little tiny pieces. Fine. That's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, but did you see any of that happen? I'm, I guess the execution did make it a lot worse. It did. I still think the concept is pretty terrible. It's very laughable. It's a very laughable concept <laughs> I because disagree. I can. I think it would be much better as like a straight comedy movie. Like it's just stupid. No, it should be put. In, the the deaths should be dumb. I and mean, the deaths in this movie were dumb, but that was thanks to the what's it called the zero to sixty in two point three second diesels. <laughs> yeah, and just poor effects. But and just total lack of <laughs> your surroundings when when yeah, the shit's going on straight away from a speeding diesel. This this the execution so in this was bad, really, really bad. I really do think that if done right and not making an hour and twenty minutes of it about the fucking trucks, a Mexican standoff with a yeah, bunch of diesel, that this could have been a decent movie if done right. If diesel trucks are not the biggest threat 
then this could be a much better movie. Mm -hmm. If there's not a ton of continuity type holes, you know, where like they're they hold guns and they're gonna shoot guns, but then like the gun is being controlled by the Haley's Comet. Yeah, like shit like that. Like they're afraid of a gun that's has its own brain, but in the next scene they're holding an M16. Mm-hmm. Also, reloading a law is not possible. It is and not. That was kind of annoying to mm-hmm. me. That's one thing about being in the military and getting to shoot all the things I've shot. And when you see what they do in these movies, and you're like, it doesn't do that. I mean, I just knew that from like playing Call of Duty and stuff because Black Ops reality. I mean, yeah, I just know some of these things. There's one thing, so like in John Wick or something, if like the shot count was wrong, I don't notice that because I don't know how many bullets are in all these different pistols clips, you know? Exactly. But reloading a law, <laughs> that's just that's just stupid. We, I did actually see a video of like John Wick. People were counting the shots and they knew exactly what gun it was and what mag was in it. And they like showed some of the techniques he was doing. And most of the scenes were like completely accurate. Uh, there was just one scene that I remember where he has a machine gun and he went way over the mag limit. There is a Sylvester Stallone movie <laughs> that I was going to show you and then I can't remember what happened. Oh, you know what? Fucking Gary came. But the reason I wanted to show it is because how ridiculous it is. And I really wanted to get the kill count. You can find it. And I wanted it well, but I wanted to get the kill count with the one mag in his pistol or his two pistols <laughs> or whatever. Because it was, if, if I remember right, it was just... He never it, reloaded. Oh, my gosh. I I dig the concept. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I think if done right, it, this was... Look, if this is your first like exposure to this concept, was this movie? Yeah. In your head, you're like, oh, this is terrible. But it could I, be done a lot better, and the concept is not... It's not just horrible. I mm-hmm. said it was dog shit. It's not horrible, but I cannot believe at all that you dig it. Based Quite on this bit. movie, I might have other feelings, but based on my own imagination and just, they could have done so much more shit than just make this about fucking yeah, trucks. I know, but what but is they didn't? The only threat is just military equipment. That's not true. What is something? What is going to happen to me? Your fucking garage just, door is going to come down on you. You know, there's. I'll there's, use the front fucking door like I normally do. And then the the outside light's going to drop on you. I'm just saying there's... Okay. You're oh, safe knocks nowhere. Me out. I wake up and I go, dang, at you, least you, that thread is out of the way. You're light. safe nowhere, man. Because these things have eyes, evidently. Yeah, exactly. Fucking stupid. <laughs> if a plane is flying on its own, it's going to be like, like a blind person without their stick. They're just going to run into shit and crash, you know? Yeah. Like, it's fucking over. I mean, it's like, okay. It's, it, there's too many holes... For this concept to be good at all, the biggest threat is a fucking ceiling fan. Look, you got to suspend. Like a, how, we're in, we live in a fucking cul-de-sac, and, uh, and you just gave away. We don't too live much at the very end us. of it or the very front. We're in the middle. Don't you fucking so, tell people where we live. Why don't you? So, how is a and the, and the angle of our street? How's a car gonna go a hundred miles an hour and hit our house? It's not. It's just stupid. <laughs> how can the cars track me down with sight? Cars can't see anything. Don't worry about it. They they can hear you. <laughs> yeah. They can smell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. They can feel you. <laughs> right. They can feel the sure the, with what what part of them can feel me. They can sense your presence. I just think it's so stupid. So Emilio Estevez, in some of the finest acting I've ever seen, 
He's just, I mean, basically got a heat stroke. He goes in and he lets the girl that he... It's like that, a broom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, do the so monologue. Cut pubes off the ground. No, it's not what he said. It's like the world is like a big home. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a little polluted. Mm -hmm. There's soot in the chimney. That's good. Man, you really remember. <laughs> the trash is on fire. Mm. There's mold in the garbage disposal. And it's because of us, you know. I don't need you ad-libbing. Let's just get on with it. So the, these big diesel trucks are... The... <laughs> Why are you closing your eyes? I'm, you I'm channeling it like okay. I channel the right. ACDC guy. Sorry, man. They're, they're the broom. <laughs> <laughs> and they're pushing us away because our home is, you know, it's like dirty. You're not getting they're, to the point. We're the dirt, and they're cleaning us. Maybe, maybe we're the mop, and they're the broom. <laughs> so basically what he's, what he's saying is he's talking about alien life forms who are trying Sweet to get feet. rid who are trying to get rid of the people so Interior they can so, so they can inhabit the earth. So what if these aliens are up in this comic green cloud, which looked really fucking real, and they are like using their mind control to power these vehicles. Mind control? Yeah. What, what minds are they controlling? Like a, like There's a tele no mind. Okay, like a telekinesis type thing where they can use their minds to move shit. That's still so bad. That makes it even, no, not it even doesn't. worse, but it's just as bad. No, it's not. Because to it's me... A, it's a reason, and it's how they can see things, and it's how the guns can shoot with No, shut up. Shut the fuck up. How is this very good to strangle somebody? If there are aliens... That want to inhabit Earth? Give me War of the Worlds. No, they're tiny little aliens. They don't stand a chance <laughs> so like why that. Why do they need here? Because there's a whole bunch of them back home. <laughs> a whole bunch of them. Yeah. The way you said that. There is a, a whole bunch there's of. There's a whole dang bunch of them. <laughs> That's just so fucking dumb, man. It's why would they do that? What do you mean? Like, oh, let's let's mind control their diesel trucks and give me gas, give me gas. How else are they going to kill them? Being like, they don't have ray guns. Let, it's let's not just like throw an atom at them and split it with our telekinesis and blow them up. So you think they understand like nuclear stuff? They're, they're if they can mind control cars, I'm pretty sure they could probably just, just like have a disintegrator EMP. Okay, so you know? they throw an EMP over Earth. That instead of doing electronics, it just disintegrates every living life form. Look, you just expect aliens to just know fucking everything? <laughs> Kinda. They don't, man. We're, we're, I mean, uh, so these this alien race, they're, they're so feared in the outer galaxies <laughs> because they can control... <laughs> Diesels. You and, you and you TVs. use what you you use what you can. It's just so dumb. They come to Earth. That's what they could use. Maybe maybe they. It would have been better if they'd have used animals or something. But you know, animals aren't around all people. Like everybody's got electronics. Everybody's got machinery around them. They learn how to do that and they control it. <laughs> I, I just need more explanations for the bullshittery that was on the TV. <laughs> you know, like the concept dog shit. I'm going to go ahead and say it again. It is dog shit. I revoke my past statement that it is not that bad. Right. It's horrible. But it, it can be improved. If you cover up the plot holes and make it make sense, and you make things... What didn't make sense? <laughs> <laughs> We've been over it. 
But there's, the concept needs a lot of work. The movie, I, I don't even want to talk about. There, that needs way more work than this, the concept. There's potential in the concept. Oh, my, my mug that electrically stirs my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to blow up in my hand. What do I do? Well, I can't just drop it. I want to drink my coffee. We're going to agree to disagree, I guess, and move on. <laughs> All right. Oh, my Christmas ornament that plays music. <laughs> it's overheating. <laughs> it's going to cause a house fire. <laughs> AC is blowing air. 10 degrees colder than normal. What do we do? Oh, you said AC and I, I got excited. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to. You need to talk about the movie in that voice. Oh no, I can't do that. Big diesel truck. <laughs> what? You got I was not I wasn't trying to do it because I knew I'd fail, so I did something. <laughs> What'd you say? Big diesel truck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big <laughs> diesel truck. <laughs> At the stop. Maximum overdrive, yeah. <laughs> You, are you, I want you to think of like more shitty concepts with me. Like, all right, agree to disagree. Let me go over my notes and then we will get into you, uh, which I know you can't wait for favorite parts. Uh, let's see. There was a scene where people are having a conversation and one of them is taking a shit. I've talked about that before. Yeah. That is a no, no. And he's farting big time. <laughs> no, there's, he's like plopping all over the place. no, no, do not have a conversation with somebody who's taking a shit like ever. I've done it before. Like in, I've done like, it here. What? No, you've done it here talking on the phone. No, I've done it here. What are you talking about? Like with I who? guess y'all were gone, but it was after like a, we had, we stayed up late and played Dungeons and Dragons in my room. Yeah. And one of my friends was taking a shit and he didn't lock the door. <laughs> so like four of us just went in there and we're just like with them. That's like, up, bro. And one of my friends like kept like hitting him and stuff. That's messed up. <laughs> it was one of my friends who gives shit, too much shit that anyone's comfortable with to everyone. So like we just, <laughs> we just put our shirts over our nose and we're like, what the fuck are you doing in God, here? I would never <laughs> like, forgive you. Shit, leave me alone. I would never forgive you. That's like the most vulnerable position to to possibly be in. Like I've I've thought about scenarios when I'm taking a shit. Like what if a fucking tornado comes while I'm taking a shit and then you I get pinch it off and you get up I and you go. You, you no time just, to wipe. But it just like takes me away and I'm just <laughs> just land somewhere with my pants you're stuck around my in ankles. That same position. <laughs> yes. Like it just took you off the toilet and you're glued like that. People see me flying and, through and you're, the air. You're just your poops flying around. <laughs> Like like you flush it and it's swirling. I I have issues. I mean, we've already talked about. It. I will not take a shit at work. If here in the house, it could be just me and your mom, and I still lock the fucking door. I lock the door. No, I, I, if I go in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I don't ha- just leave the door open, like when I'm peeing and I'm home alone, I, just, I don't shut the fucking door. I I lock it all the other times. Mm-hmm. Like why wouldn't you? It's your privacy. Like it, at the very worst, what could happen in my house is someone just goes in. And like sees my dick or something, but that's not going to happen because I'm not in a house filled with Neanderthals <laughs> who open up a bathroom door when it's shut and the light is on and you can see it, the light coming from underneath. You don't open that door. Look, I know your mom's not going to come in when I've clearly said I'm going to take care of business. Yeah. I know she's not going to come in. I lock the door because it helps me to feel better. Safety. 
I don't know what you're, you're talking in a about. You're vulnerable a position. For that. No, I disagree. <laughs> She's I, gonna come I at need, the steak knife. I need to feel comfortable while I'm duking. Well, you better lock the scale because it might come alive and uh, go under your feet and blow up. You have fallen far, young Skywalker. <laughs> so no talking to somebody while they're shitting. Just don't do it, man. It's just gross. It's just gross. It's Yeah, it's weird. Secondly, uh, I wrote down, there's a saying. I don't know why it's a saying. I don't understand it. Your ass is grass. The fuck I does that mean? I was thinking that when he, when, uh, what was his name, like, Bucko Hendershot? Mm, yeah. Bubba. Yeah, he's like, your ass is grass after this boy. Grass, I tell you. And I was thinking, like, okay, soft and green. Now, <laughs> like, I, have heard, I have heard somebody on the tail end of it say, and I'm the mower. I've heard that before, but it was like a long time before I heard that. Just your ass is grass. Uh, okay. You, well, you got me there, Bubba. <laughs> it's stupid. It's going to be chopped up in a bunch of little blades. I can't, I can't put any logical explanation there, together. There's not. It's It'll a, be dead in the winter. <laughs> Especially if an old man is saying that to me. Yeah. Like, I'm not scared of that. Shut up, Pops. Uh, I also, there was the uh, the Bible salesman who was really handsy with his hitchhiker yeah. uh, female companion. And uh, he got his and he got he got nailed with a truck and, <laughs> and flew over like the guardrail into like uh, just... A sewer ditch. Yeah. Drainage ditch. And, and he was like screaming, help me, like the, the night... <laughs> so like the ACDC guy. <laughs> <laughs> help me. There you go, back in black. There so, you go. So they decided they were gonna go over there and get him. He was an asshole. I mean, yeah, fuck I was that thinking guy. like the only reason I'd go over there is so he'd stop yelling. Yeah, because I put a bullet in his <laughs> That's head. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like, why don't they have a bunch of M16s and like they had grenades? Just yeah, toss one exactly, in the ditch. Exactly. Exactly. And then like his bits are blown everywhere. Yep. He can't yell anymore. But they wanted to do the right thing, and they wanted That's to go save him. That's not the right thing, dude. He's he's worse than the fucking truck. Uh, yeah. Because he'd be the he'd be like the guy from Train to Busan. The the guy who like pushed the people into the zombies so he could run he'd do that to you. Yeah, he was and, he was not to yeah. be trusted. No. So they have to get to like this tunnel mm-hmm. to go get him, and it pretty much looks like chocolate milk, like raw sewage. It's real bad. I don't know if I could do that, man. I don't and, know that I could crawl I, through raw sewage to go save somebody's. Life. Honestly, though, I would definitely crawl through it to like go save like a family member that I hadn't eaten yet, <laughs> but. <laughs> Or one that I wanted to eat. All right. Because that's not the marinade I want them sitting in, you know? How far? Yeah. I need them in like some soy sauce and loose sauce and salt and pepper. Hey. Chris and Cross. Hey, Come on. Damn it. Hey. But like I, I would do that. But the whole scene of them going through, they're just like, they're cracking jokes. and Right. And like as soon as like you get into that bathhouse or wherever they accessed it from, you'd already be dry heaving from the smell in there. Mm-hmm. And then you go down there, like my hand squishes into like a big turn. I'd yeah. be like, I'm, oh, <laughs> I'd puke everywhere. I'm out. And then I'd continuously dry heave. I'd get a really bad tension headache from coughing or dry heaving real loud and yeah. hard. You'd, you'd need like a gas mask to go through there and be okay. And also they're like splashing. I know. And the main guy, he like fell over in it. <laughs> and and then the the most unrealistic part, is so it was main character who's like lovey lovey with the hitchhiker lady. Yeah. 
They and fucked then, like three hours after they met. Yeah, and then the guy who was just married that day. Mm-hmm. So they were both going through the the shit and piss that's been just sitting there stagnant for a long time. And they uh they go back and they like kiss their lovers. Well, one when they get out, they're not wet at all. No. They're dry, but it looks like they were previously wet. They were very wet. Yeah, they go in like they go in and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> and like they kiss their ladies. Yeah. And to me, like <laughs> I I'll I That's put, love right there. I, I would talk to them through the screen door. Like I'd keep the deadbolt engaged <laughs> and be like, hey guys, you gotta stay out with the 18 wheelers tonight. It would smell so bad. It'd be all in their shoes. Yeah. And and their clothes. And then they like kissed and stuff. Yeah. It's like that guy like fell in it. <laughs> like his face got splashed. He's going to have double pink eye, and you just contracted, like, hepatitis from kissing him. Exactly. Like, great job, idiot. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Yet another unrealistic thing in this movie. The rest of it was real. Like, I really did wonder, because the trucks through Morse code of just one of the most supreme fighting machines I've ever seen. <laughs> I almost forgot about it. Yeah, the the gun I previously mentioned that was controlled by whatever. By a garden cart, basically. <laughs> it's on a wheelbarrow. Like, you know when you go to Home Depot, and it's not one of those little flatbed things that you roll around, it's like it's got, it's like it's a garden cart, and you put the plants on it you want to buy. Basically a grocery cart with an M60 on the top. Yep. It's like, oh, fuck. Just imagine plywood, four wheels, a steering wheel in the weirdest spot, like yeah. it just on the plywood, and then just a, a pole that's probably about like four feet tall with yeah. an M60 on the top. Like, wh- there, there's no engine in that thing. It was just a flat surface no. with a steering wheel and wheels. And <laughs> that was the leader somehow. Yeah. And he blew it up with the grenade. With he, His plan was fucking stupid, by the way. Like, they're filling up all the tanks of these things. Oh, whatever. Stupid. Hell's Bells was playing. Fucking worst montage. They could have... So disrespectful. Whatever. So, main character, Ezio Ostevez or whatever. <laughs> Close. Close enough. Emilio Estevez. There you go. I actually remembered it that time. He, like, goes out there and is, like, talking to some guy. And, like, the M60 follows them, like, on a swivel wherever they're going. Which is okay. (laughs) Not really, but... And then he talks to the car, the supreme dictator. And he goes, we're just doing people things. You wouldn't understand. (laughs) And I'm like... The script was really, really bad. Yeah. So bad. Like, I want to be in the firing squad who shoots the script writer, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be there and be like, fuck yeah, (laughs) wiping out evil (laughs) one bullet at a time. So but but he he, so he's like, when I say run, you got to run, okay? And the guy's like, why? Run, when I say. And he, why? And so he just pulls out a grenade and puts it on the supreme leader. And the guy's like running and he like spins the M60 like a like the wheel of fortune yep. instead of just pointing it the other way and just waiting for its slow rotation to come around. And they could, he could have just died because he spun it that hard. Yeah. That was garbage, man. He I don't like I don't like Charlie Sheen's brother. I forgot his name again. <laughs> He's You liked him in Breakfast Club when he uh, taped somebody's buns he, together. 
taped someone's buns together? That's why he was in detention. He taped someone's like butt together? Yeah, he taped their <laughs> buns together. What? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk that cleanly. What are you? The butt cheeks, he like taped yeah. them together. Yeah. Why are you saying yeah like that? You're lying to <laughs> no, me. No, not. That's what he did. He taped someone's butt together? Yes. Why? <laughs> what <laughs> kind of prank is he's that? He's some stupid wrestler dude, man, and he was picking on somebody who was football. like a geek. No, I think he was a wrestler. He's like, let me pull down your pants and tape your <laughs> butt cheeks together, yep. Gerald. <laughs> he's like, that's fucking sexual <laughs> assault. It was the 80s, man. That shit was okay. It's yeah, it's okay to pants a stranger. Yeah, it wasn't even frowned upon <laughs> back then. They're cocking balls to their butthole. Oh, the eighties! You could pretty much do anything. But he's he's not a hunk or a hero. He just looks like he. I don't like him. <laughs> he he doesn't. He is not a good main character. I'll tell you that he doesn't uh... fit in this movie. He he can't be a badass or a hero. He does not look the part at all. I'm not uh, saying you always have to look the part, but he, he looks like he's done crack like three too many times. I think I that I uh, you won't be getting too many more compliments from uh, co-captain Erica. She is a big fan of Emilio Estevez, as he is I'm sorry. the uh, most famous Gordon Bombay coach of the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> so I've never seen either of those movies. You've seen the Mighty Ducks, right? It's, it's like the... Bad News Bears on hockey. Yeah, I've never seen Bad News Bears either. Oh, it's on my list. I was about to say, they're just a shitty hockey team who somehow wins. The the story I've never heard before. They (laughs) they just practice real hard. Oh, shit, it's the team that beat us in the beginning. They slaughtered us, man. No way we're going to beat them. Guys, we barely pulled it out. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Did I just Um, just 50 cent tour the Mighty Ducks without even seeing it? You forgot the... Quack, 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 quack. Is that quack, their thing? Quack, 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 <laughs> Whenever they're breaking, like when they're like in a huddle and they're like, yeah, 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 let's win. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. I'm, if I remember right, yes. If you remember right, oh my. <laughs> I don't want to say anything because I don't like, I don't want to hurt my podcasting BFF's feelings or anything. Well, you better just stop right now. That just sounds dumb. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Jack. You're gonna have to narrow it down. All right, because uh, we're pretty pretty far into this episode. Yeah, I know. You're gonna have to narrow this down to favorite part. I liked whenever like the the like waitress that literally every overweight middle aged trucker sweater guy like all sweaty. They all wanted a banger. It's funny when she died because she was totally loony. We made you. You can't do this, bitch. Don't do what they want. <laughs> You work at a fucking truck stop serving pancakes. You didn't make us. Fill her with lead, M60 garden cart. Yep. <laughs> my my favorite part was... Uh, I liked whenever the people were getting run over in the beginning. Like Deke's dad. That's. I don't know why they named him Deke. It's spelled D-E-K-E. Like, just put a Z there instead, you know? And then you got yourself a real name. <laughs> but when Zeke's dad died, that was kind of funny because he, he got blinded because... He got pranked by the old, like, you put a kink in the hose and make a little kid look in it, and then you unkink the hose and it goes all in their face. He got pranked by that, but with diesel gas. I love that game with you guys. You know, we're growing up. That was one of my favorites. Oh, it quit working? What? Is there something lodged in there, kids? Go look. 
<laughs> yeah. The joys of being a parent. Well, he got pranked by that, and he's all blind. And he's like, I got to go find my son, Deke. And the people are like, no, dude, you're blind. And he's like, he's my son. And then he's just walking, and the, a diesel starts up and is fucking flying at him, and he, he doesn't hear it. And everyone's like, look out, Duncan. And he just stands there and screams as he gets run over, and his face blood is just all over the truck. Deke was in my favorite parts. Oh, yeah. At the, the, the baseball game, they won the game, and the coach is like, all right, drinks on me, and he goes to a Coke machine, and he starts hitting it and stuff, and it start, it shoots a, at a Coke and hits him right in the nuts. <laughs> so he goes down on his knees, and it hits him in the chest. So he goes down a little bit more, and then one just hits him straight on in the head, and it starts shooting Cokes at all the kids. So Deke gets on his BMX bike that had fucking V-bars. And if you're my age and you know what V-bars are, they're fucking kick-ass handlebars. They looked cool anyway. I never had V-bars. I always wanted V-bars, but yeah, I never had them. <laughs> no, 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 man. Four white trash. I had a really good bike. I had a really good bike. I just didn't have V-bars. So then there's the whole him riding his bike into his neighborhood, and he's just seeing how all these things have wreaked havoc. All on, the dead bodies Yeah, and Yeah, like the... Like I said earlier, the hairdryer had killed the girl. Uh, there's a bloody lawnmower. But just the whole him riding through his neighborhood and just seeing like that a Walkman had killed somebody. And it was away from the fucking truck stop with all the trucks, which was the most of this movie. If, if they yeah. would have done more other shit outside, it would have made this movie better. But they decided to make it about these fucking trucks the whole time almost. So. And that, that was just the dumbest card they could have played. Yeah. All right. Um, bucket of chicken. Concept, right? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm probably going to give it to the garden cart thing. <laughs> Supreme Leader. It made me laugh. Yeah. It yeah, just looked did. ridiculous. I, I, I really liked just looking at it. <laughs> and it killed a lot of the, the stupid, shitty people in there. So yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> it, it killed a bunch of the people who never even had a line in the movie. Yeah. Like their only line was snoring whenever everyone was asleep. I think I'm just going to give mine to, uh, to Deke. Because Deke was one of the smartest people in it. He, in in uh, the world, in existence. Yeah, he yeah. knew everything. Mm -hmm. He lost his dad. And kind of shrugged it off pretty quick and kind of became the badass. He he helped him with the Morse code. He was just, he was more of the hero than, yeah, he just, than Billy. His brain was absolutely massive. He knew all of it. Yeah. He was probably the best character in the movie. Like, you didn't really yeah. like anybody else. Even Emilio Estevez, who's supposed to be the star and supposed to be the hero. He boring. Wasn't, he wasn't likable. He's boring. Yeah. But, give, me, give me more Deke in this movie. It's better. But Deke, like... You're rooting for him more than you're rooting for anyone else in this movie. Because yeah, yeah. if uh, Amelia would have died, shrug it off. If anyone, right? if anyone in there would have died, if the whole thing blew up because like a, a truck grew a hand and threw a grenade in there or something, I would have been like, well, at least Deke's good. Yeah, like I want to watch him ride his bike more than anyone else doing anything anyway. So yeah, yeah. with V bars. <laughs> All right, uh, bucket of fuck yous. Okay, sure. Everyone. <laughs> uh, Stephen King. Really? No, scriptwriter. I'll give it to the scriptwriter. And Stephen King, I, I would love to talk to you about this sometime. But yeah, script. Because they don't know. They have no writing skills. I'm going to give my bucket of fuck you to uh, Yardley Smith, which is the lady who does Lisa Simpson. Oh. Because you were fucking annoying in this, and I don't know why they put you in it. She was extremely annoying, 
but she didn't talk as much as I thought she was going to. She like as soon as I heard much. her voice, yes, I was like, she's gonna be in every single scene from now on, yeah. bothering everyone. Mm-hmm. But she really, she didn't talk that much. Can you try to do her voice? Pretend it's a lobby time X. Oh shit. Um, what was her husband's name? Do you remember? No, I don't fucking remember. Let's just call him Carl. Just oh, it's Curtis. Curtis. Curtis okay. and Connie. That. All was right. The- All right. So. Curtis. Hey, that, <laughs> that was, was good. good. I like it. There's spiders down there. I don't like anything that's got more than four legs. Okay, yours is really All right, bad. Mine's bad. Do it again. You're gonna hear that later, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, I got. Hey, I want to cut that." Out. Not everything is ACDC, you know. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm not great at all voices, but I'll, but I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try most. So I'm gonna give it to her because I, I saw no reason to put somebody so annoying with a voice like that in this yeah. movie. It, it, it took away from what was otherwise a, a great success of a movie. <laughs> See, aren't you glad you seen Borat? Not really. Well, it, it, there's good references, and when you look back at it, you can probably find like at least Wait one or two you, good laughs. You said references, plural. Very nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I enjoyed watching this, I and mean, it was about three hours long. Uh, it definitely dragged on. Oh my gosh! It, it dragged on. Yes. Like we we were watching it, and then I took some dishes downstairs, got some chocolate milk, got some pretzels, and it was paused at thirty seven minutes. And I was like, already? <laughs> if only I knew the next hour was gonna be like crawling, bear crawling through gra- a glass. Uh, I think I'm gonna give this like a twenty nine. It was really bad, but I laughed a bunch. Yeah. Because it was just so ridiculously stupid. Yeah, this this movie was bad, but it's certainly not even close to one of the crappiest movies we've seen. Oh no, Blood Fart Lake is forever but, the worst movie. I've but seen. then again, we didn't tell people to send us the worst movie of all time. We it's just shitty. said send us a shitty movie, a crappy movie, and and uh, Erica, you uh, you succeeded, and, and we do thank you for it. Yes, thank you. Uh, it's refreshing seeing something so funny and dumb and that you didn't different. pick. Yeah, I'd never. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I'm done. I somewhat enjoyed this in the 80s. Yeah, well, I didn't spend 40 years. I never thought it was great. There was always like, oh, this could be better. This is kind of not good. But at the same time, I kind of enjoyed the concept. I think I'm going to give this a, it, it's hard. I think I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a 41. I would still say that that's a fair score for Yeah. It. So I gave it 29. I think 20, between like 25 and 45 are fair scores for this movie. I don't think you give it a 50. I, I, I would accept that, but I wouldn't say that that's a superb fitting score for this movie. Yeah. But I think we both gave very fitting scores. Yeah, I think so too. You got anything else? I do not. One thing I want to get to soon is uh, we've talked about uh, having the listeners pick a movie to make us cry. Oh, yeah. So I think we need to come up with a date for that. Let's do May 30th. All right. Okay, that's like six, seven weeks away from now, something like that. So May 30th will be the episode where uh, we're going to watch a movie that's picked by you that is uh, supposed to make us cry. I will not ever return to the mic saying that I cried. I'll let you know. I've already seen. I'll let you know. I am legend, so I'll be okay. Yeah, so May 30th, uh, go ahead and send in your uh, suggestions. I'll go ahead and put it on the moviemugging.com. Make us cry. Jack is uh, swearing that you can't. I think you can. I know you can make me cry because I, I get teary-eyed in like uh, 
like heartwarming, pitch perfect, good movies. Every time the Bellas win, you're like, oh my god. No, like uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I just have energy. But what was, what was that? <laughs> Okay, I hear it again. I'm still not sure what's going on. Because I feel awkward. Just continue. (laughs) (laughs) That was so stupid. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Yeah, May 30th, pick us a movie that's guaranteed to make Jack cry. All right. All right. Sure. We do appreciate you listening uh, to episode number 105. If you'd like to keep up with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. And uh, you can always email us at MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Uh, thanks guys. We love you. And, uh, I think I'm going to wolf my cookies. Me too. You know how many orgies I've had?